report where the air is thin in the only coaster lake shores. I'm your talking head, Jamie, joining me this week for the sports report. He is all in on the Lions. I don't know if that's true, but let's find out now. It's Chad. The roar has been restored. The roar has been restored. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I'm going to say all in on the Lions, but um, I mean, with the final four, now I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> the least worst best option. Least the worst best, four. right? The remaining four, everyone has won a title except for the Lions. So I always... I'm always I'm always down for rooting for the underdog. Me too. And I think America is as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think I, I love that map. Did you see the one that James sent us? In yeah. Chat? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Where I think it was and this was before this weekend's divisional round to paint a picture. And it was basically America wants the Lions to win. And there was a smattering of other teams, right? The Chiefs are still pretty popular, but the best was just just Wisconsin is the only state that wants Packers to be a part of anything. So that, that made me chuckle. Um, all right, Chad, did you watch yeah. football this weekend? I did most of it, but I did. Nice. Watch yourself. I did. I want, well, a little bit here and there. I, I did get busy. I saw, um, like the two minutes before half of the Ravens and Texans when they looked like equal opponents um, did not turn out that way. I watched all of Packers, Niners, and some of Chiefs, Bills. What about you? Yeah, I saw like a smattering of of most of those games. Um, the Ravens one, I kind of listened like the second half um, on the radio mostly or like via like headphones or something when I was like maybe picking up or doing some other thing to be efficient with my time over the weekend. But yeah, in that game, I didn't doubt at all that the Ravens were going to come come back. It was like they were really playing with their food for the first half and then they just pounced and kind of yeah. took over in the second. <clears throat> I don't I think um, Ravens, uh, I think they might be destined for uh, Lombardi, but I don't know. They're playing the Chiefs where you're just like, uh, you know, which the Chiefs are the heir apparent to the Brady Belichick era. Mm -hmm. So which, which I mean, that's what it seems like, except when uh, what's his face might retire. I bet especially if they go to the Super Bowl again, I think he'll be done. Andy Reid. Um, oh, you think so? This is his last his last. Yeah, I heard there's been lots of rumblings and <clears throat> even like if they would have lost um, in the playoffs that he might be done. But um, yeah, I think for sure if they go to the Super Bowl and like win a title, I think for sure he'll probably retire. But I mean, that team has been dominant, the AFC, like stuff like, so this is like their sixth consecutive um, AFC championship game appearance. And so Mahomes, it's his fifth. So he's never, um, Mahomes has never missed an AFC title game. In his NFL career, which is Isn't I know that, that I, I know that makes you feel good being that it, that's a divisional foe of your hometown squad, yeah, the Broncos. But it's pretty gross. It's not yeah. great, Chad. <laughs> yeah. And then the the what's that? Oh, sorry. I'll let you go. I was going to move on to the next game. I was just going to point out that the Broncos did beat this AFC uh, AFC uh, West championship team. That's all. Go on. We did it. <laughs> we did it. hang a banner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hang a banner. 
Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's um, ride. Yeah. Then what? 49ers Packers, which I was just sweating that. I just, I had, you know, when they, when the Packers played the Cowboys, you know, Cowboys, they're like my number two team. And I just had a feeling the Cowboys weren't going to do it at home and they just got demolished. And then my fears start to grow. I was like, oh, the Packers cannot go to the championship game and or Super Bowl. That would just crush my, crush my, uh, I don't know, being a Vikings fan, that would just crush me overall. I can't see. So, but thankfully, Skull and Freud came through true and true. Got to see the Packers lose um, in great fashion, though. San Francisco looks like their defense might be, you know, they have some holes in that defense, and I think the Lions might chew them up. Maybe it being on grass and depending on what the weather is, but let's see how that goes. But um Yeah. Yeah, Jordan oh, Love one had thing a I, lot of time. Yeah. All he, did. He, he did. Yeah. he did. But the thing is though, I love how I love how like everyone's Jordan Love like goes on like his first winning streak of his career and everyone wants to crown him as like the heir apparent to uh Aaron Rodgers. Which whatever, fine. I hope they love him, but I, <laughs> he just is. I think he's just an average quarterback in the league. And um, the more games that the Packers won, just like least likely that they would be even close to wanting to get a new quarterback to replace Love um, in the draft this year over the Vikings, over my Vikings. But um, I, I have a really see. important question for you, Chad. Yeah. in that sure. line of thought. So, because. In, in my column this week, I basically wrote about things I know for sure or things that I've learned. And um, one thing that I learned, and I'm trying to see how I phrase this. Um, oh, yeah, I said the 49ers robbed us of the ultimate Aaron Rodgers narrative by beating the Packers. So how far does this go for you? What I guess in a nutshell, what I'm asking is who do you hate more, the Packers or Aaron Rodgers? Like how far would you want the Packers to advance me and have it be that Rodgers is not on that team while they're successful. Do you know what it does that make sense? I would never I would never cheer for the Packers. <laughs> okay. Never ever cheer for the Packers. Never ever cheer okay. for the Packers. Okay. So no farther, no good things, even as hilarious as it might be for us to laugh at Aaron Rodgers for them going far without him. Yeah, no. Can't okay. do it. Not okay. even close. I can't even conceive. I can't even think of that. <laughs> Cannot conceive that thought in my head. <laughs> okay. No, that's good to know. That's good to know. The reason I ask is because I'm coming from this as a former Aaron Rodgers fan, which I know, I know how that might sound to you, but um, pre 2020, he was one of my one of my favorite players, and he's done. I I have never, I've never soured on someone as hard and as you know fast as i have with aaron Rodgers, and i just yeah my my dislike has never risen so sharply um so that's the only reason i was saying it would be so funny if the niners had lost and the packers keep advancing without him after all of his shenanigans yeah i guess the only bonus for that is is that hoping that the packers would have lost in the nfc title game and then that just you know, one more notch back in the draft order. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. 
please continue. All right, where are we? Uh, Packers, uh, Jordan Love, not great, overrated. Oh, you know what you you were saying your column. Uh, what column are you talking about? Oh, that is the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, found at MidwestMountainSports.home.blog. And yeah, right, thank I, you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for asking. <laughs> Got it. And there was another game. What was uh, we did? Ravens, Texans, 49ers, da, 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 Lions. Oh, Lions, Tampa Bay. Yes. Yeah. Did you watch any of that one? I watched like this, one. pretty much all the second half. Oh, good. Okay. I'm going to let you take the lead because I was pretty wrapped up in Sunday family business. So I, I only saw the highlights. Yeah, I know. Detroit looks really good. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I have too. to say. They look really good. But um, dude, how about Baker Mayfield, though? Like, dude. Right? Yeah. At least a, an applause. Like, that guy gets a lot of shit. Maybe a lot of unnecessary flack, but you know, a Tampa team that no one, no one thought would even make the playoffs. Let alone, I mean, even though the division is weak, but so they say. But win the division, and you know, at least win one playoff game mm-hmm. is good. But yeah, Lions look good. Um, there was that thing too at the end of the game. The Lions like snapped the ball. There was like thirty something seconds left. The Lions snapped the ball with like a ton of time left on the play clock to take a knee on third down. And everyone's like, why didn't Todd Bowles take a timeout and make make Detroit kick a field goal? Yeah. Or put it away, because I think at that time it would have been like a 40 yard field goal. And like those aren't automatic, right? Like, right. You never know, like a block. Like what would have Detroit have done? Would they have like maybe like force them to punt, right? So where you at least get you, you have give yourself a chance, right? They're down by eight. Yeah. Give yourself a chance. Like, don't give up. Oh, I missed that completely. Yeah. And like, I think Bowles was asked and he just put his statement was like, it was done. It was over by then. I was like, oh, man, you do not. You do not want to hear your coach say that. (laughs) No. What? Yeah. I mean, what he should say otherwise is. God, there's no other better response except maybe that like we know how frisky the Lions can be on fourth down and it just yeah, I don't even know. I but that doesn't work either. Yeah, you you're right. You just you can't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm with you with the whole Baker thing though and I wonder if a lot of that isn't um like is he more beloved in the football world and not necessarily the football media world, right? Like because there, there was a – I can't remember which episode it was, but Bill Simmons had on um, this guy from Cleveland. I think he's one of the local sports talking heads there, and he was talking a bit about Baker Mayfield and just kind of how beloved he is among the city for kind of the turnaround that he helped start and beating the Steelers in the playoffs. Like he's yeah. forever a local legend in Cleveland, and yeah. uh, they still love that dude. So – yeah, it just makes me wonder, like you said, if maybe the football world has a greater appreciation for him and not as much like the football media world. But yeah, and we know like the media stuff may- mostly stinks, right? Like it's yeah, because <clears throat> because mo- right, because most of these guys that are unless you're like a, 
like a broadcast, like a play by play guy and or girl and uh, like you're going to cover a team, right? You may like go in and try to like, you know, get to know the team a little bit more. But a lot of these a lot of these people aren't watching every game. Right. Yeah. And. And the, I'm guessing too a lot of time they're just watching like highlight reels and then you only see like the best of the best, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever happens. And I see a lot of that driving a lot of the opinions in like the sports world overall, especially with football. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think there's any any better takes in the football sports world um, than what we can provide. But <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more, uh, yeah. frankly. Yeah, but yeah. I think the the big media stuff stinks. I'm I'm with you, and it is funny, right? Like how these narratives come and go. Because I'll confess to you, I have not paid a lot of attention to the Bucks this year. There's just like those teams, right? Every year that are kind of off your radar, and they were one of them. And another one was, um, weirdly enough, like the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, like him coming back and playing as well as he did. And he was Mm -hmm. one of those vilified guys last year, you know, just like with his contract and he plays too much video games and now he's injured, blah, blah, blah. He's going to tank probably when Call of Duty comes out. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But he came back and had like kind of a little redemption tour that was just not talked about at all. You know? Yeah, he did. Yeah, because they put. They put the I mean, the Eagles obviously collapsed at the end of the year. Um which I just love to watch because I, I can't stand their coach Sirianni, but uh, yeah, yeah. We, Cardinals did have a good Eagles run collapse. though. Oh yeah. Die Eagles die is what they say. That is what they say. And I don't want to sidetrack us too much, but in that chiefs, um, bills game. Yeah. Which I don't think it really touched on a whole lot. Which I thought the Bills, I don't know, I thought the Bills were going to be able to run a lot better. I don't, maybe, I think they maybe gave up on it a little too early. But they, um, I think there's a late, this is in the fourth quarter. They were going to punt. They were down by a touchdown. They were deep in their own, t- I think they're on their own 30. And they do a fake punt and they fail. Kansas City has the ball then. I think two plays later, um, I can't remember who it was Pacquiao maybe um, is run. It looks like he's going to get a touchdown, right? Score a touchdown. And then he fumbles right before he crosses the goal line and the ball goes out of bounds through the end zone. And then it's a touchback. Bills get the ball back on the 25 yard line. Ah, uh, yeah. I wanted to ask your thoughts on this. Yes. Cause we all know that if the chiefs lost that game, because of that play. So instead of going up by two scores, the Bills came back and somehow won. We know the that rule would get changed because it happened to the Chiefs. Yeah. But um I wanted to know your thoughts because I have my own, but so you're saying if that had caused the Chiefs to lose, would they change the rule? Oh n- not I think that would happen no matter what. Yeah. If- if that happened to the Chiefs, but just that rule in general as it stands today. Okay, and I want to make sure I get this right. So it, it is the Justin Jefferson situation, right? Like if you're going to score a touchdown, but you fumble it out of bounds, then before, yeah, if you before, lose possession before you cross, like break the plane, right, of the end zone. Yeah, 
and it goes out of the bounds through the end zone. It is a touchback, and the ball is given to the other team. <sighs> okay, this is, man, this is tricky for me because I think that I understand it in theory, right? Like, that's the defensive, you know, end zone, and you need to get it across there. If you didn't, you know, if it goes out of bounds, you didn't take care of the ball, you don't get the ball back. I understand it in theory. And I will, I'm I'm curious to hear your rebuttal because I think I mostly agree with this rule. Even breaking the plane is a little iffy for me because I, and keep in mind, I come from rugby. That's the sport I played where you literally have to touch the ball down to score. You know, and, and I've seen plays where the ball is technically crossing the plane, but the defenders are getting their hands underneath the ball. So the guy on offense with the ball literally can't touch the ball down and no points are given because he can't get it down. And I, I guess as far as I'm concerned, I'm okay with the rule as it stands. Cause I, I do think you should have to, um, you know, touch it down or get some, I, I think even crossing the plane is just a little suspect for me. You know, like I want a foot down, I want a shoulder down, I want a knee down or something, mm. but I'm curious to hear who you think. That's a heavy rugby bias on my side, by the way. So, <clears throat> yeah, I've never thought about that, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. Don't want, I think that might cause more chaos around scoring tight, like goal line situations like that, or not, or close, like goal line mm-hmm. situations like that with the ball than having it the way it is. But right. yeah, I don't know. Like people crying though about like losing the possession of the ball if you fumble it into the end zone. I'm just like, so. Okay. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the rule, right? Like, yeah. it's like it's like if you're doing a kickoff, right, and the ball goes out the back of the end zone, it's a touchback. But what if it? What if you say like, oh, it bounced on the five, so it's going to be on the five, then. Because it hit their inbounds before it went out the back of the end zone. I mean, that's maybe not a a good comparison, but I just think it's it's like one of those rules. Yeah, you just got to take care of the ball. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the risk you take when you're trying to reach out to break the plane. Because all it takes is like you just need to like doesn't matter how much it is get that ball barely over that goal line to score a touchdown. That's the risk you take. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you're probably right. And your your red zone argument or rebuttal makes sense to me too. Like, right for the sake of injury or just cleaner play. It's it, it's like, and this is a, an imperfect analogy that might not even make sense. But like, if you're running a race, right? Like, the only thing I can think of is track. Like, the first person to cross the line mm-hmm. wins the race, right? But yeah, not if you go out of bounds. Like, if you run out of your lane and you still cross first, you don't win the race because you're not in bounds. So you know, like sending the football you know fumbling it you don't have control it may have crossed but it's i don't know again it's it's an imperfect analogy but it's the best i got it's the best i got i'm with you and and then we don't get the sweet you know and see it done right like was it t higgins who had that crazy reach behind his back touchdown against the vikings yeah you know yeah just do that instead (laughs) yep (laughs) It can be yeah, done. Yeah. So anyway, bottom line is stop crying. 
don't be the Timberwolves and cry to the refs every time you think there should have been a call or something didn't go your way. Don't be a cat. Don't be a cat. <laughs> don't be a cat. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you want to do soft transition to basketball real quick, or do you want to do predictions <clears throat> for this weekend's games? Oh, let's do predictions, then we can segue into a different sport. How about Sweet. that? Sweet. Um, who do you got for the Super Bowl? Uh, I sent this to you in a message. You know, like in my head, I want Lions Ravens, mm-hmm. but it just it just never goes that way. So it's probably going to be a rematch, a Super Bowl rematch of Chiefs 49ers. Yeah. But I would really, really want to see a Lions Ravens rematch for one. I think I want to see the Lions in the Super Bowl now that now that they made it, made it this far. Mm-hmm. Two, the Lions got smoked by the Ravens in the regular season. So this is like makes these games a little bit more interesting, too. It's like, you know, it's not going to be a blowout again. That just that never happens. Yeah. Um, I just think that would be more exciting. I don't want to see Mahomes again in a Super Bowl. Um, Chiefs, 49ers. I mean, they've won enough Super Bowls. <laughs> so. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, but the NFL conspiracy of the Super Bowl logo color would predict a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. Oh, so you're saying the logo color right now for Super Bowl? What are we at? I don't know. I lost count at fifty. That Is was fifty three. Broncos won, so that's the last time we need oh. to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fifty eight? I think it's 58. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's purple with a little bit of red on the top. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I let's see. I'm going to go with gosh, and I hope I'm not just doing wish fulfillment here, but I do think it's going to be Niners Ravens blackout bowl revisited. Um, Uh Yeah. But I don't know. It's yeah, I, I don't feel good betting against the Chiefs because that just seems silly to do. And I, you know, I thought the Niners were going to have a pretty um, stout advantage against the Lions. But after the way they played last week, I'm not so sure. And I was thinking about it and the Lions offensively, they really do a lot of similar things that the Niners do. I mean, they have. You know, Amon Ra and Debo seems like an easy comparison. Laporta yeah. and Kittle seems like an easy comparison. Gibbs, like McCaffrey is better than Jameer Gibbs, but he has a similar skill set. And I just think that, you know, Goff is a much better version of Brock Purdy. So it's not crazy to think that if, you know, if the Niners can't get to them and knock Goff off his rhythm, that they could hang with them offensively. So I don't know. But yeah, all that to say, I still think Ravens Niners. All right. I have one more conspiracy for you. Oh, yeah. Lay it on me. Have you heard about the uh, Kirk Cousins curse? No. What is this? Any team that Kirk Cousins has beat during the regular season has not made it to the Super Bowl that season. 
Is that right? So, yeah. So Kirk Cousins, out of the three remaining teams, the only team he beat uh, was the 49ers. Okay. So if the Kirk Kirk Cousins curse holds true, I mean, it's an open, open, open roads. Wow. Super Bowl 58. Yeah, 58 for the Lions. And that's been true for as long as he's been a starter in the NFL? Yeah. I'm sure if you Google it, you'll see something on it. But yeah. That is fun. Oh, yeah. They lost to the Eagles. or I'm sorry, to the Lions twice this year. Yeah. I I thought they beat them. Apparently not. They should have beat them the first time. But. Oh, man. Oh, wow. I really like that. Okay, so Niners are out. Curses yeah, this is real. even from 20. This is from 2022, December 2022. Wow. Even. Da, da, da. So, oh, says Kirk Cousins is the ultimate measuring stick for Super Bowl viability. No team to lose to Kirk Cousins has ever gone on to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. Chiefs did it. Lions did it. Didn't play the Ravens. So, wow. Okay. Well, if the Raven or if the Niners lose to the Lions, we'll know why. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The curse is real. The curse is real. The curse is real. Speaking (laughs) of speaking of cursed teams, Carl Anthony Towns put up. Oh, oh, no. I was going to say he put up 60 points and the Wolves still managed to lose a game. Where have I heard that before? Oof. Yeah, they need a. I, th- I think they're getting a little overconfident, but uh, I don't know much about basketball. But it I sounds like, but it sounds like from what I heard from local media is that in the game that they were just like dumping the ball to Cat just to like because they knew that he was hot, just uh-huh. to try to see how many points that he would score, and then like in the third quarter he just started like or maybe in the fourth quarter was just like bricking shots or wasn't making anything. So I think, I think he had like 58 points going into the fourth quarter. Oh, and then, then he leave. finished with 62. Oh, okay. Well, that would explain a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. And the worst part about that is they lost the game, but Joel Embiid put up 70 points for the Sixers yeah. and they won. So he didn't he, he didn't even score the most points yesterday. Yeah, totally. Which uh, just feels classic. But otherwise, the Wolves are doing great this year. Yeah, they're they still have they're still in first place by a half game. But uh, depends on when OKC plays. Right. But man, it's good. Maybe it's good. Maybe it'd be good if they like finish like second or third in the West. Yeah, maybe they maybe they need to have OKC like get taken out by a team. <laughs> because that seems like that team gives them a lot of trouble. Right. Cause they, they played them twice or three times this year. I can't remember. Uh, I want to say. Maybe it's been three times. I think the first time they played wolves beat them. Then the last two, uh, the wolves have lost. So maybe it's, it's gotta be three. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing as well. Yeah, they beat them in November. And then, yep, you're right. They lost the last two. So, and they barely beat them in November. They only won by three. So, yeah. 
just get someone else to take care of the thunder i think that's smart because sports are goofy like that right like just you need one other team to kind of take care of yeah your yeah. achilles heel thunder you think they play that is that like a fight song in oklahoma and if it's if they don't they're really you know leaving an obvious opportunity on the table yeah (laughs) yeah no 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 hold on i got a meeting on in the background Oh, man. <laughs> well, we can wrap it up. The only other things I wanted to mention real quick, uh, Nathan McKinnon leads your NHL uh, in points. So that's great. He's one ahead of Nikita Kucherov at the time recording. And we are waiting to hear on today, the 23rd, who will make the Baseball Hall of Fame. We have heavy favorites, Joe Maurer and Todd Helton, to make the Hall from the Twins and the Rockies, respectively. So fingers crossed that they get through. Um Jolton Joe Mauer. Jolton <laughs> Joe Mauer. Right? That was his, that's what they call him. Oh. Jolton Joe. <laughs> Jolton Jolton Joe. Are you gelling? Are you gelling? Are you gelling? Are you gelling with those. Magellan? <laughs> oh yeah. I know all those years I thought I just needed to continue to buy better shoe inserts, but I finally realized no, you just need to buy new shoes. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's not the insert; it's the shoes. <laughs> All these years, right. I didn't realize I had flat feet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that I should buy my shoes more than once every five years. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, oh, buy man. new shoes. We're gelling here at the Midwest Mountain Sports Report. Thanks for stopping by, Chad. We'll try and make this more regular. Yeah, like uh, we need to put some more fiber fiber in this pod. More fiber. <laughs> <laughs> more fiber, gel insoles. We're taking care of ourselves. You yeah, care of brought to you by. This year. <laughs> yeah. just, just use the promo card MMSR and you could get uh, 0.03 <laughs> off Metamucil. <laughs> That's code MMSR. Not a real sponsor of this program. (laughs) Not a real sponsor. Oh, man. Cool. I will. uh, Do you want to leave any comments? Oh, we'll send ourselves off. Then we'll talk about the pod (laughs) post-production. Thank you for joining us. Where the air is thin and the only coaster lake shores. Goodbye. Bye.